his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Tuned into the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. 
Wednesday, June 8th. No, June 7th. Sorry about that. I'm one day ahead of myself. Great to have you with us, and we have an outstanding show this morning. You get a two for two for the price of one, and we're not even going to charge you for the first one. How does that sound? At 8 o'clock, we'll be talking with Ronnie Call, and then at 8.30, Debbie Kelly, all the way from, I think, California. I don't know. Um, but it's going to be fun. So what do you say before that we play some of the greatest music out there? And who do we have to lead us off? We have Travis Pickering. She gets me. New strings on a Gibson. The sound of falling rain. The taste of Lynchburg whiskey. The rhythm of a train The way she wraps around me Or the way she says my name Oh, she knows how much it gets me Static on the radio Miles of open road She likes to make up words to songs That she don't even know The way she laughs out loud along to all my stupid jokes Yeah, she knows how much it gets me But does she know how much she gets me? She gets me all mixed up, turned all around on everything she does She gets me wrapped around her little finger and I can't get enough of her wild side her blue eyes and she don't even know how she gets me she gets me blue jeans on a Sunday or her favorite red sundress the way she wakes up slowly when her hair is all a mess she steals the covers off from my side of the bed She knows how much it wrecks me But does she know how much she gets me She gets me all mixed up, turned all around on everything she does She gets me wrapped around her little finger And I can't get enough of her wild side her blue eyes And she don't even know How she gets me Yeah, she's everything I've ever dreamed Let's me be the man I wanna be I'll hold on to her Forever if she lets me She gets me all mixed up, turned all around on everything she does. She gets me wrapped around a little finger and I can't get enough of her wild side, her blue eyes. And she don't even know how she gets me. She gets me. I was born on 
listen to the stereo On the summer nights I'd sit outside As fireflies flickered in the sky And sing along to all my favorite songs Austin Moody, I'm just saying. They've torn Portland all to pieces. They let Chicago go to hell. People leaving New York City like they rang the fire bell. They call themselves enlightened. But cancel those who don't agree. I wish all these folks who claim they're woke would just go back to sleep. I'm just saying Have we all lost our minds? I'm just saying Where do we draw the line? I know y'all think it takes balls To be singing what I'm singing But I'm just saying I'm just saying What you're thinking 
Indie Country Show. Don't. 
and Michelle Storm, present place. You're tuned in to the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Don't forget, yeah, in about 40 minutes, we're going to be joined by Ronnie Call, so you're not going to want to miss that. And who do we have coming up? Vernon Husky, who gets me? I get the car. I get the I get the easy chair And I get the couch I get the bedroom suit I get the table and chairs We'll split the pictures Cause we wanna do what's fair And I say These dishes were my mama's I'd like to keep them too This watch was your grandpa's And it This is easier than we thought it would be Till the little boy walked in the room Said you haven't mentioned me Who gets me? Where am I gonna go? Who gets me? I heard you talking and I know Who gets me? I think I should know Since you're dividing up our family Who gets me? They climbed up between us We never made a sound He said when I wake in the morning, who will I wrap my arms around? Who will fix my bubble bath and make sure I brush my teeth? Who will tell me bedtime stories and say my prayers with me? We just sat there with no words to say. Suddenly what mattered before didn't matter anyway We had forgotten what we shared was life Funny how things look different looking through a child's eyes Who gets me? Where am I gonna go? Who gets me? I heard you talking and I know who gets me I think I should know since you're dividing up our family who gets me since you're dividing up our family Where 
let it all go wrong Sitting here all alone Fighting my way through just to be with you It's like two feet of hard grass It's like looking through the hourglass Moving too slow, nowhere to go I like to stay I like to play my music I like to hear you On the acoustic Where did all go wrong? Don't want to sing a sad song Cherish every moment of our past Try to make every memory and every moment Wanna think about tomorrow Just wanna stay in the moment Try not to think about the past Where did it all go wrong? Sitting here writing this song Hoping you come back home Where did it all go wrong? Thinking about the first time I met you There wasn't no feeling like I've ever felt like this before Chills run up and down my spine You're so embedded in my mind Ah, ah Where did it all go wrong? Sitting and singing this song Sitting all alone Don't want to think about tomorrow just want to live in the moment, try to make every memory, every moment last, but I know I have to do this on my own, but this is what keeps me going on and on, right here, right now, let's get it, let's get it, let's get the music, let's get the music turned on. McDaniel, I'd like to play my music, and you're tuned into the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Who do we have coming up next? We have Doug Figs, Yellow Horse. The morning sun is on my back, the ponies stop to graze. That yellow horse is standing guard on a lazy summer day. Tangled knots in his long white mane, his ears catch every sound. He lifts his head to check the breeze, the mares, their heads to the ground. 
hasn't seen me yet The wind is in my face But that stallion knows things aren't quite right Like something's out of place But it's all up to him To keep his little band of mares So he stands alert while the others graze Like he's the only one that cares Sun on horse high, shining bright Man, it's such an awesome sight Shining blues, roans and bays But there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays On that yellow horse Often dreamed at night of making that yellow horse my own. On a horse like him, I'd be just like a king upon a throne. But what he is right now is what he was born to be. So I guess I'll just watch him out there. Running wild and free The sun on horse high shining bright Man, it's such an awesome sight Shining blues, roans and bays But there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays On that yellow Sun on horse high, shining bright Man, it's such a beautiful sight Shining duns, blacks and grays But there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays On that yellow horse No, there's nothing like the way the sunlight plays Howdy friends, this is Billy Bowles, host of Swingin' Country, KSSLFM.com. You're listening to my friend, Phil Kranz, the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, spinning the greatest in indie country. Hey, you could listen to worse. So sorry and sad 
part of the deal When the tingle becomes a chill But a woman can't help the way that she feels when the tingle becomes a chill. Tingle becomes a chill, and hey, in about a half hour, we're going to be joined by Ronnie Call. Who do we have coming up next? Red Howard, country all the time. Well, I'm country, country all the time. Yes, I was raised in the fields of hay between the Mason-Dixon lines. You can hunt me down 20 years from now, find me in the pines, cause I'm country. Party full of fancy Maseratis on Main Street Where all the women dress up like a million dollar hottie on the silver screen But I'd rather see a rodeo or jump into a swimming hole behind the house Skinny dipping with my woman, touching nothing but my woman of the south Cause I'm country, country all the time Yes, I was raised in the fields of hay between the Mason-Dixon lines. You can hunt me down 20 years from now, find me in the pines. Cause I'm country, country all the time. Well, there's 
nothing any better than a family get together with a barbecue. Sitting in the kitchen drinking lemonade and listening to a country tune. When the moon is up, we cut a rug around the fire and have a little shindig, man. We started with some shots up in the air from the barrels of a 12-gauge band. Because I'm country, country all the time. Yes, I was raised in the fields of hay between the Mason-Dixon lines. You can hunt me down 20 years from now and find me in the pines. Cause I'm country, country all the time. Yes, I'm country, 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 country all the time.
Jazz from McDonald Train Station, Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show, and we're keeping it going. Who do we have coming up? She's by you, it's plain to see. She gives her love only to me. But late at night, your memory burns bright And I'm ashamed when I'm loving her each night She's not you loving me But I may believe it's right She's not you She's not you you where I touch no one can but late at night your memory burns bright and I'm ashamed when I'm loving her each night she's not you loving me but I may believe it's right she's not you Oh, I'm ashamed, but I may believe it's right. She's not you. She's not you. She's not you. She's not you. I'm a roving cowboy far away from home, far from the Give me back my saddle 
western skies on the lone prairie. Oh, I'll tell you what, I love that song. Carry me back to the lone prairie. Olivia Morgan, and you're tuned into the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. Who do we have coming up next? Wolf Milestone, Back to the Country. <laughs> Sirens that keep me up all night. Take me back to the country, the better way of life. Take me back to the country so I can get some rest. See, life is really not for me. It's not the way I thought it would be. With all the dirty crime in the streets, I've been here long enough. Now set me free. Between a window in the clouds When it comes poking through against the skies Purple hue instead of blue Instead of blue I love the sunshine down by the stream bed at noon And the echo off the canyon makes one voice become two a mule Anytime I want to I could gain altitude He'd carry me to places no horse could get to And he would rarely throw his shoe He might be stubborn But I am too Or I could pack him With some gear and some food Find a spot to build a fire And stare at the view You could come to 
you'd need a mule Now I ain't saying I'll be trading horses in But if I could have both now would it be a sin Cause when I'm low I need to go where the air is thin Here's a clue for you opinion or two but he'll keep me on my toes just like a good friend would do yeah it's true I need a mule a couple mares with a pair of jacks and I'll feel like a queen when I'm driving them as a team or leading them in a string and those big ears I'll give a scratching or two cause they'll listen to me yodel like a good friend would do yeah it's true I need a mule Yes, I do. You need a mule if you only know how I need a mule. Oh, I love that song. Kristen Harris, the Mule Song, and we're going to be joined by Ronnie Call in, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Who's up next? Bobby Mackey, Texas is where I need to be. I came rolling out of Nashville, leaving Music City far behind. Breezing right through Mississippi With Texas weighing heavy on my mind On I-10 in Louisiana Stopped for a while in New Orleans Now I'm headed straight for Texas Texas is where I need to be Texas is my destination where I was born and where I'll die I love those wide open spaces Underneath that western sky I'll be back home and I'll be happy There'll be no reason I should leave I'm 
going back to the Lone Star. Texas is where I need to be. And you're listening to my friends right here on Black Dog Indie Country Radio. It's a bad thing. Oh, I don't know about you, but I was 
set then we're going to be joined by ronnie call and who do we have coming up next we have white house breeze
but I didn't mind that it was complicated on that very first night inside your car it was you who picked me up and I watched whilst you sang songs and played your Fender guitar each time I You made it clear that I would be there in your future That's why my heart's fully you have won I was as shocked and stunned with you when it all happened when that nasty letter dropped onto your floor We never planned for what could be a situation It can't be real that you don't love me anymore Each time I asked you said that I was more than Just a one night stand or just a bit of fun country radio show and we have got on the line as promised as delivered ronnie call and how are you this morning i'm great Phil. how are you this morning well i woke up so that's a good sign <laughs> so you are in north carolina yes sir yeah and how was your weekend well actually how was your memorial day it was great great we love the weather we had uh uh, some beautiful sunshine and uh, just had a good time enjoyed the weekend with family which is always a good thing I don't remember what I did over the weekend 
<laughs> it must have really been memorable for me to have forgotten it already, huh? So, let's talk about you and your music. So, what got you into music, and how old were you when you started doing it? Uh, I actually started, uh, let's see, I guess I was about 20, about 24. Okay. 25. What got you into it? What made you decide this is what you wanted to do? Uh, growing up, I had a, a, a family of uh, musicians and and uh, uh, guitar players and singers and stuff like that. Uh, uncles and my dad. And, uh, but I went, uh, you know, at that time, uh, up in, uh, in my, my mid twenties, uh, went to work at a uh, dinner theater uh, in Maggie Valley here in North Carolina, and uh, started working the uh, learning how to work and operate the sound and lighting, and uh, just got interested in the you know the stage part, what was going on in the show, and uh, got an opportunity to to get into that and. Uh, Big part of that uh, it was just a, <laughs> happened to be something that came along. I had to help out with the show instead of working with the sound and lighting that day, and uh, just uh, I, I fell in love with it from there. So now, did you do music before they asked you to fill in because you were doing the sound and lighting? I did the uh, uh, some stuff with uh, like track shows and stuff like that. Uh, a little bit of uh, music playing and stuff like that. Very, very small uh, before that. You see, the sound, I, I I can handle the sound. I mean, that that part I can handle. The lighting, though, that that's a whole other, that's a whole other world with the lights and all that fun stuff. Oh, the timing, the timing with that and, and everything, uh, I had two huge consoles, uh, one for the sound, the sound console that ran all the sound, the microphones and, and everything, uh, down to the stage for all the singers and stuff. And then the other console was just, you know, very huge, uh, for the lighting as well. So you know, lots of buttons and, and slides and <laughs> switches everywhere and now everything is all computerized and now you can do it all right from your laptop you don't even need all those consoles yeah yeah that's the, that's the great thing about the technology <laughs> well it's good but it's bad because it's good for the fact that you don't need to haul around all of these huge consoles to do everything heck all you got to do is just carry your laptop with you but it's bad in the fact that now pretty much anybody can do it yeah. And so it's taken all of the expertise out of it. Uh, same with the uh, same with recording. I was uh, about to say, yes. Same with same with recording studios. Everybody's got one now. Yeah, heck, all you need is a laptop and you've got a recording studio. Of course, you still have to know how to make it sound good because there are people out there who have recorded songs who have no idea what they're doing. Absolutely. It's uh I prefer, especially a good engineer, 
and uh, someone that knows uh, really what they're doing on mixing and mastering uh, to get a good quality uh, mix. Because that's important. I mean, you know, any I, anybody could record a song. It's the idea that recording it so it sounds right and it's got the right level so that when a station is playing one song, the next song is at the same level, that it's either not too low or not too loud. Yep, got to have that perfect mix that uh, vocals and the instruments and, you know, everything's just got to be perfect. And if you don't have the uh, correct training for that, you know, as an engineer and, and uh, you know, doing the uh, mixing and stuff, it's uh, it can be a wreck. Well, you had said that you were in your 20s the first time you performed in front of people. And do you remember what the song, was your first song you performed with? It was a song by Kenny Chesney. Okay. And it was a song called uh, Me and You by Kenny Chesney. Okay. <laughs> and so is that what got you, after you did that, you got the bug. You decided this is what you wanted to do. Yeah, I always, uh, like I said, I grew up with um, um, musicians in the family uh, around the uh, you know, the family sitting around picking guitars, singing, uh, stuff like that. But uh, really never uh, piqued my interest real much until I got into the uh, to the theater and started working with the sound and lighting and then had an opportunity to, uh, uh, someone was out one day and they needed to fill in. <laughs> and uh, it was just like uh, the, the stage producer, it was just like, wow, wow. Uh, you know, maybe we can use you in the show. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, so if you hadn't, so if you hadn't been there that day and the guy hadn't called in sick, um, do you think you still would have gotten into music? I'm, I'm sure I would have. I just, uh, uh, I, I have a great passion for, for my music and, and I love it too much. I can't imagine that just that moment uh, would have not uh, giving me the opportunity that day <laughs> uh, that it would just pass me by. Well, let me ask you, do you play besides singing? Because I know you said you grew up in a family of musicians, so do you play an instrument yourself? Uh, just uh, some on a guitar. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a, a guitar player because there's, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who say, oh, I'm a guitar player. And I would never call myself a guitar player because I just, I just do and then do enough to uh, to write my music with and write my songs. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. All the great guitar players are the ones who say that they're not guitar players, and and then that's the ones that are the, are the ones that are great at what they do. <laughs> exactly, and the ones who say I play guitar and I'm a great guitar player are the ones who suck. <laughs> there is a there is a difference uh, so uh, by no means am I a guitar player at all no but you you're able to play it you're able to carry your own uh -huh. and hey, you know what that's all that matters so you've got one song out right now and yes. we're going to play that we're going to play that in just a moment called Mud Jeans and did you write that song Yes, I wrote the song. 
actually, I, I, you know, it was great. Uh, um, I had signed with a record label um, back in, in 2013, uh, 14, 2014 at Nashville, Nashville record label. And while I was with that label, the, uh, the owner of the label sort of was, uh, was an older, uh, gentleman and he was really great. Uh, he took me under his wing and he, he taught me a lot about the business. So, uh, when I wrote this song, I actually, after a while, um, when I went in to record it, I, you know, I, I started learning the business of recording and, and producing and stuff like that. So, uh, I, you know, I had a big part in producing and composing and, and, and not only just writing the song. Well, let me ask you, cause the thing I find more fascinating or almost as fascinating about music besides the song is the backstory, how a song came to be. So what was your inspiration? What were you thinking when you wrote this song? Uh, when I wrote that song, it was, that's a, that's a, a real life song, uh, for me. Uh, me, uh, I have a, a big family of, uh, brothers and, and a sister, not one sister, but, uh, you know, cousins and, and nephews and nieces and, you know, here in the mountains, we, we spend a lot of time, uh, in the, in the woods and, uh, four wheel drive trucks and, and, uh, four wheeling and just having a good time. And, and that's what this song is about. Well, we're going to play it before I, before we play it though, how many songs have you written so far? Oh, mercy. I'm not even sure. I could, you know, I couldn't give you a number <laughs> on that. Uh, I've got a lot. And of all the songs that you've written, how many songs have you recorded? Uh, Wow, probably maybe 15, 20. Wow. Well, we're going to play this song. You're tuned in to the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. We are talking with Ronnie Call this morning. Mud Jeans, give it a listen. Well, it's Friday evening, the work week is done. End of the day, and it's time for some fun. Cause me and my friends with the four wheel drives We got big block engines and big mud tires We all gather round and we're ready to go And we can't wait to hit the big mud hole So we call up some girls, said you coming with me They said yes, how long will it be? Well girls get ready cause it won't be long When we get there having mud jeans on We're going spinning around in a big old truck And with a little luck We might get stuck There's nothing in this world That turns me on Like a redneck girl With muddy jeans on We all gather round And we're ready to go And we can't wait To hit the big mud hole So girls get ready It won't be long When we get there Have your mud jeans on Jeans on. We're going spinning around 
big old truck And with a little luck We just got stuck There's nothing in this world That turns me on Like a redneck girl With muddy jeans on There's nothing in this world That turns me on Like a redneck girl With muddy jeans on Now that you're all muddy, you know you gotta come out of those jeans. Now that's what I'm talking about. Ronnie called Mud Jeans. I like that song. So you're working on a music video on that right now. Yes, sir. And so you're thinking that music video is gonna be out sometime this month? Hopefully by the end of June. Well, we're okay. hoping to, uh, with Big Records, we're hoping to release the... Uh, the official video release for that song. Uh, got a great concept. It's going to be fun. Uh, I hope everyone's going to enjoy it. Well, I'm sure they are. I, Cause you know, I asked you, I said, you know, girl, Daisy Dukes. And you said, yeah, that that's in the concept of it. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, as long as you got that, it's going to be a great music video. Absolutely. Let me ask you, when you sit down to write a song, cause you've written a few of them here and there. And do you have dedicated times during the day where you say, okay, between these hours, I'm going to write a song, or is it when inspiration hits you? My writing experience has been just uh, when when inspiration just slaps me in the head. <laughs> and, do uh, you, and do you keep a pad of paper and a pencil near you, or do you have memo on your phone that every time something pops in your head, you could just jot it down? You know, I've uh, I, I've tried to do that, and it works out sometimes, uh, depending on what you're doing, where you're at. And uh, <laughs> but I've actually, I was a roofing contractor. I built, uh, I done uh, roofing and home remodeling for over 25 years. And I remember one day I was writing a song, and it's a, and it's a beautiful song that I got to. I think one of my best that I've written. Uh, I was on a I was on a roof and. Uh, I just uh, tore the paper off of a pack of shingles and down the ladder I went when a melody hit my head and, you know, next thing I know I was sitting down on the ground uh, <laughs> just uh, riding away, just scribbling and, you know, just couldn't stop. Uh, just one of those things, I mean, it just hit me out of the blue. See, I could do roofing, except there's one thing that keeps me from doing roofing and that is I don't like heights. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of problem with uh, a lot of people. Well, it's it's not the height, and you know, it it's not being up so high. It's the groundbreaking my fall. Yep. Yeah, I not a fan of that. So I'll, I'll leave that to people like you. That's what they say. It's not the fall that hurts. It's that sudden stop. Exactly. Let me ask you: When you write a song, is it the lyrics first, then the melody, or the melody then the lyrics, or is it both? <laughs> Sometimes, uh, uh, I don't know, music's just magical to me, and sometimes it happens uh, simultaneously. Uh, sometimes I'll get a melody first. Uh, I don't know, it just, it just comes to me in different ways. Well, we are certainly glad that you are doing what you're doing. And I am looking so forward. Well, I'm looking forward to your next project that you're cup that you're releasing, and that's going to be sometime probably in the fall. Your next project. Uh, I, I would say sometime in uh, my next release will probably be uh, 
August uh, 1st, September, so something like that. Okay, so late summer, early fall. Uh-huh. So I know I asked you during the song, if you perform, and so you said, yes, you've got a band. So tell us about your band and tell us about where you're performing at. Uh, I've got a great band. Uh, some are some uh, local local musicians. They're are very talented and very skilled. Uh, my lead guitar player is, is uh, from Missouri, and uh, we I just have an amazing band. It's uh, we're called uh, you know the Water's Edge Band. Ronnie Collin, the Water's Edge Band, and uh, we we play all over the place. Anywhere we get an opportunity to play. And not only do, you know, do a write and, and uh, perform and stuff, I am a show promoter. Uh, I have a small promotional uh, company called Catch Your Soul Entertainment, and I also promote small shows. You know, uh, I work with some of the great, great artists that, uh, that, that, Mercy, that I've ever worked with, like Jeff Bates and, uh, James Otto, uh, Brian White, uh, Lee Nash of Sixpence, none of the, none the richer. Uh, oh, I've worked with some amazing artists. So not only am I a singer, songwriter, entertainer, you know, have my band do my own thing. Uh, I promote shows. So we do some opening shows for, for some of these amazing artists that, you know, I grew up listening to. Now, how many members are in your band? Uh, there's five of us. And did you know all these guys prior to starting the band? The, the my band members. Yes. Uh, a few of them. Uh, a couple of guys I, I know around from you know uh, years that are that are local here that you know played in other bands, but uh, actually not real well. <laughs> <laughs> so when you decided you were going to start up a band. Did you put out like a cattle call and say, hey, I'm looking to start up a band. If anybody's interested, contact me. And then you interviewed them and gave them and they demoed and the rest is history. Or how did that work for you? You know, it was funny. I was I started uh, working with a, a guy. He was an Elvis impersonator. And, you know, I went on the road with him. And at the time when I was doing my, you know, few recordings that I'd done, uh, you know, I had done the, uh, the recordings and then I had, uh, the engineer do me some backup tracks that I could perform to, uh, because I didn't have a band. So I would just do live performances to my, you know, studio backup tracks that I had. And, uh, there was always, a uh, a safe space for me, you know, not having to, to worry about whether, you know, a guitar player was going to show up or what was going to show up. Um, but then I had, uh, I just had some people start to, you know, a musician started approaching me and, Hey man, you want to, you know, put a band together. You know, I'd like to play for you. Uh, so it, it sort of snowballed from there. So how long have you had the band for? Uh, this band that I have now, uh, a little over five years. Okay, well, that, that's a pretty good amount of time to have all to have a band together. And how is it with when you've got six people because it's you and then five other people in the band? How is it when you've got six different personalities and six different egos also? So how hard is it for you to keep everybody in check and make sure that they realize who the leader of the band is? 
Uh, I, I don't look at it as, as being a leader of the band. Uh, uh, I look at it as being a collective, uh, you know, project. And all, all of my guys, I got to say, uh, they, they're great. Uh, you know, we're, we're like family. Uh, they're all humble uh, about what they do and their skill. And uh, we, we really get along really well. And there's, uh, there's no issue, uh, you know, surprisingly. Because uh, I hear a, a lot in the industry that, uh, you know, the guitar player, he, you know, he's got such an ego, uh, you know, and he can't hardly get along. And they're replacing guitar players all the time where, you know, there's some animosity all the time in, in bands. And, and me and my guys, we don't have that. We, we all love music we respect each other and uh we go in and and do what we do and and we respectfully uh you know criticize each other out of i guess you could say uh on a on a respectful level to to wait you know just to make things right but it's never uh never any animosity between between me and the band at all or any other guys I think that's fantastic because like you were saying, there's a whole lot of bands out there where, you know, they all start out getting along and then all of a sudden one ego and two egos and before you know it, everybody's fighting with each other. Let me ask you, besides playing in North Carolina, how far out do you play? Uh, well, I've been to Florida, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, Virginia, you know, I've been I've been all over a lot of a lot of places. Well, feel free to post where you're going to be or any information on my Facebook page. That's what it's there for. And if people want to know more about you, if they want to know about you, your music, your career, where you're going to be performing, what are the best ways for people to follow you? Right now, I got most of my. Uh, my information, I got my bios, things, a lot of stuff about me uh, on our big records. Uh, that's uh, bigrecords.world. Uh, and if they want to, they can search for my name in there in big records and got my bio in there and everything. Uh, all the music awards that I've won, uh, got some awards that I've won for, uh, for some of the songs that I wrote and recorded. Uh, so, uh, they can find that out at uh, bigrecords.world, or they can uh, search me on Facebook. It's Ronnie Call on Facebook. Well, you know what? Make sure you follow him, like him, listen to his music, stream his music, buy his music, and if he's performing somewhere near you, go and see him perform. Because if we don't support each other, nobody's going to. And you've got your song, your next single is going to be released, you're figuring the end of August or sometime in September, and do you have a name for the song that's coming out? You know, it's a, it's a song, uh, really great, it's it's another uh, hit em hard song like Mud Jeans, uh, it's called What I Like to Do, uh, it's, a, it's a fast fun, uh, out with the guys, uh, family and friends party song, uh, 
you know, that's just uh, some of the things that I write my songs that I enjoy is uh, being around family and friends and just having a good time. And that's what this next song is going to be about. Well, we are looking forward to hearing it. I certainly hope that will be one of the first that you send it to. And you could get the Imagine song is, uh, uh, is a Sony Orchard uh, uh, distribution on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Apple, Deezer, all the uh, download platforms you can get Mud Jeans, download Mud Jeans. Well, that song, it's a great song. I'm looking forward to seeing the music video when that, got, when that comes out. <clears throat> I do like the, I do like that song. How's it been received? Uh, great, you know, really great. And and I've had the song uh, for a little while, and I was uh, very skeptical about releasing the song, uh, being an independent artist, uh, and knowing, uh, educating myself in the business that uh, releasing a song in in a uh, I guess in an unprofessional manner can damage the song more than it can do, do you good. Uh, so I really held on to these songs, uh, till I found the right place and I found the, and I found my home with big records and I, and I trusted in them to, to do a, a great release and they've done a great release with it. Uh, it's on the orchard. Uh, so I waited on that, that whole collective project to, for something special that I, that I believed in to come along uh, to do a proper release with these. Well, Cindy does a great job over at Big Records. And Ronnie, it was great talking to you this morning. I wish you nothing but the best of success, and I'm looking forward to hearing all, everything that comes down the pike from you. Absolutely, and thank you for having me on. And uh, just remember, everybody, you heard it first on Black Dog Indie Radio. There you go. And we're going to close this segment out with Caitlin May, those three words, and we'll be right back.
disappear. And that was Caitlin May, those three words. You're tuned into the Black Dog Indie Country Radio Show. And we have got on the line with us, Debbie Kelly. And how are you this morning? I'm doing okay. How are you? You know, if it wasn't for my allergies kicking my behind this morning, I'd think things would be great. It's like my head's in a vice, but you don't want to hear about that, so... Yeah, I've been there, done that several times. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, when we moved down here, everybody told us, if you don't have allergies, you will. And if you have allergies, oh, you're going to be in for a real treat. And I never had allergies before moving down here. So uh, people used to tell me about allergies all the time, and I would be like, yeah, I have no idea what that's like. Now I do. Right. Yeah, with all the rain that we've had here, the pollen is just horrible. It's yes. awful. Well, that, that's how it is here. You know, if we got a stretch of dry weather for about four or five days, it's not that bad. But then you get the rain right. and all this, and it's like, yeah, you, you're paying for that nice weather. Trust me. <laughs> so what's been going on you told me you're you are working on a few songs and so hopefully the we'll be able to be hearing some new music coming from you real soon and right well i i just released the one that you have um but yes i have like four more that i will be going into studio probably here in the next couple weeks and uh be recording and I'm thinking that they should be out, like, at the end of summer, around September, August, okay. September. Well, that's going to yeah. be here before you know it. God, isn't that a sad thought that, you know, September will be here in just a blink of an eye? I know. That's crazy. I, I'm excited because I, um, I'm i actually going to be going to the ISSA Awards this year. This is the first year I'm going to be attending. Um, I have five nominations wow. for that. I'm also getting to go to the Netherlands, so for another award show out there. So I'm pretty excited. I get to perform out there in, in the Netherlands, so that's going to be sweet. Um, but I've I've had some health issues. I've had a, a knee replacement, and that's been like, oh my gosh, just awful. And um something that was supposed to be so simple is turned into something that is just so dramatic right now thank um, you for telling me that because you know my knee's been hurting me so i i love hearing stories about people oh. who have gotten knee replacements and it's like yeah i wish i never had done it so yeah th thank, right? you, thank you for telling it's, me all this it's stuff. worse yeah it's worse than what it was prior to oh having it. i i don't want to hear this i like no 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 <laughs> So <laughs> I'm sorry you're well, dealing been, with that. I've been through so much. Something I should have had only one surgery. I've had three surgeries oh. and three weeks day in the hospital. It's it has been really bad. So um, I started back to therapy. I had when I came home from the hospital, um, they had in-home healthcare come right. in, and so I've had physical therapy through them. And then I had that uh, CPM machine that helps you bend your knee. Right. So they let me keep that an extra couple weeks. So I had that for five weeks. So now I'm actually, all the home health care is done. And I asked my doctor, I says, can I please, please, please go back to physical therapy? Um, I says, because I have like these award shows coming up in August. And I said, and I really don't want to have to go in and walk in with a cane or crutches or whatever, you know, so... 
I've been so diligently trying to work hard to be able to walk normal. I'm waiting for a knee brace, some kind of a metal bracket knee brace of some sort with hinges because I don't have the stability, like the control of my leg. It feels like it's just going to buckle on me. Right. So I'm waiting for that knee brace to come. Meanwhile, still doing physical therapy. And so, yeah, if you don't have to have it done, don't. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Uh, Oh, uh, my friend Bob, he says, good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Bob. How are you? And so you're going to be at ISSA. And you're also for the first time. Yes, I'm excited. Well, I'll be there, so I'll you and I alive all each other there. Um, (laughs) And you're also going to be over at the Fair Play Awards in the Netherlands. Yes, uh huh. Actually, I was I was asked to perform in Holland, so I'm I'm extremely excited about doing that, and um, I'm going to be singing. One of my newer, well, two of my newer songs, um, one's a gospel song called um, God Stays the Same, and the other one is um, uh, This Girl Wants to Be Bad. Okay. So that that's a long trek to go out to Highland, to go out to Highland. You know, you're going to be out there with studio, Christine. Oh, really? Yeah. They're gonna be per- they're gonna be performing out in Holland. Sweet, yeah. yeah. This is my first time. This will be my first international performance. So I'm I'm really excited. Um, I was telling um, Gabby. I said, you know, I said I'm. I hope I don't have to go and be in a wheelchair. She goes, I'll push you out there. <laughs> You know, <laughs> if somebody told me, if if I told somebody that and said, yeah, I hope I don't have to be in a wheelchair, don't worry, I'll push you out there. Yeah, I'd be afraid right, where right, they'd push right. me. Yeah. I'd be up no, on... I, I, I've been working really hard trying to, you know, walk normal and try to get the, the stance of standing. And um, I, I did do a performance here at the fair just the other day. And it was hard as heck. I'm telling you, I had the cane trying to walk across that stage. The cane almost slipped out from underneath me. I'm like, this is not what I'm doing. <laughs> That's not what you signed up for. No, it was hard. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, I'm a performer that wants to mingle with the people, you know? And it's like I I use my hands to talk. And it's like I had the microphone in one hand, I had the cane in the other hand, and I felt like I was, like, straight-jacketed. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> Just do what I do. You know, see, I, I love drawing attention to myself. So when my knee is hurting me and I'm limping around and... You know, just draw attention to yourself and just make people feel really sorry for you. <laughs> but see, I don't like that, though. It's just, I don't know. But you know what? It's so strange is that every day I wake up, I'm in, like, excruciating pain. So all of you out there, don't get old. <laughs> Once yeah. you turn 50, everything starts going downhill. <laughs> but um, it's like when I'm up on stage, it's like I have no pain. I'm in a whole different world. You know, and it's it's in an enjoyable world that I have fun in. But as soon as my song's done, and as soon as I walk off that stage, oh my goodness, all the aches and pains, <laughs> it's all back. 
<laughs> I I know I know the feeling, you know, when I when I had my shop and my knees would hurt me while I was working, it didn't bother me. But as soon as it was done, man, I'll tell you what, all the pain that I didn't feel the whole time I was working, it all came right back to me. Right, yeah. And it's, I mean it's I, awful. Yeah, it, it paid me back in spades. But you know, you were talking about being up on stage, not feeling any pain or anything. I got a friend of mine who he's been doing music, God. I think the first time he recorded something was like 1960, and so he's still doing music, and he's 80 now, but when he was 65, he said, I'm thinking of retiring, and I said, from what? He said, work. I said, you have a job? He says, yeah, I'm a performer, baby. <laughs> I'm like, Ronnie, getting up on stage three times a week singing your little songs, you, you do know that's not a job, that's a hobby, right? So... Do you have a job? And he says, well, not the way you put it. I said, you got nothing to retire from. I said, besides, you're too much of a narcissist. I said, heck, you'll be 90. They'll have to wheel you out in a wheelchair, and you still do it. I said, so no, you're never going to quit doing it. Right, yeah. No, I, I love to sing. I really do. It's, it's, I don't know, it just puts me in a whole different world, you know, and I, I love it. I really do. So now, what awards are you up for with ISSA? Um, five. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. I have, uh, let me see if I can remember. Um, I think I'm on for uh, Songwriter of the Year. I'm on for, um, I think it's a, the Song of the Year. Album of the year. Um, gosh darn it! You know what? I'll have to look it up just to make sure because I'm not really sure. It'd take me just a second. Oh, okay. See, you should know this stuff offhand because I know, you know you should you should be so excited that you're up for these awards. You should be I able do. to recite them without even thinking about it because you should be going oh, up okay. to everybody when you're going shopping or whatever you're doing. Do you know that I'm up for five awards at ISSA? You know, just tell total strangers who you, you have no idea who they are. Oh, I do. Okay. I do. They don't ask, thank God, because I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> so, when they okay, so, so I have the USA Female Vocalist of the Year. Okay. I have Emerging Artist, Single of the Year, Album of the Year, and Song of the Year. Well, there you That's, go. Yeah. Well, I will be there over at the award show. Me too. So we'll get to eyeball each other. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, we won't eyeball each other. I'll go. I'll walk up in front of you, and you'll look at me like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we met each other before. We did, and you didn't remember me. Uh, yeah, I, can, I didn't have my bangs. I, I, yeah, that's right, because when. <laughs> When I saw you, that was out in Louisiana. When I saw you, and you said, "Hey, it's exactly. me, Debbie," and I said, "No, you don't look like Debbie." And yeah. you said, "It's me." I said, "No." I said, "You don't have the Sally Field haircut." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you I, have. I swooped the bangs to the side, and I looked so different. <laughs> See, that's that's why when you have your picture up on Facebook, and when I see you, you have to look like the picture in your Facebook picture oh okay okay it's like Nina, I, look, 
Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's like Nina Flasis. When I saw her over at the award show, and she came up and said, "Hi, it's me." And I looked at you, I looked at her. I'm like, "Who?" And she <laughs> said, "It's me, Nina." And I said, "No, you're not Nina." And she said, "No, it's me." I said, "No, you're not." I said, "The Nina I know on Facebook. You've got a. She's got a cowboy hat and sunglasses. So she takes yeah. out the sunglasses and takes my and takes my hat. And I leave. Now you look like you. I said, "You can't do that to me." <laughs> so remember that. Yeah, so I'm 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 up for those five awards and I'll come and I'll look like I'm looking on my Facebook. <laughs> okay. And then so my August is gonna be like really a busy month for me. Because the ISSA is August well I'm leaving on the fourth and I'll be back on the seventh. And the ISSA is on the fifth. And then I'll be in Holland that a week and a half after that. We're leaving on the 16th. We fly overnight. It's a red-eye flight. We'll be there the next day. And we'll be there until the 21st, I think it is. Okay. So you're going to be there for a little bit of time that you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because it's like an overnight flight. So it's like the next day we get there. And then when we leave there, it's an overnight flight coming home. and But I... I have never been out of the USA, so it's very exciting for me. You know, I'm just waiting for my passport. I've got everything ready to go, and my passport's not here yet. So, wow, you still got time. You you still got time. Yeah, well, I I went and applied. um, Well, we had a passport, and it expired in March. And we went like two days after it expired, and um, to renew our our passports, but then they told us it's going to take like 13 weeks to get. So we're still waiting. So You'll you get it. Passport, you just go get it now. Well, you know, the whole thing is as long as you've applied for it, that's all that matters. Yeah, but you have to have it when you go. So well, yeah, you know what? Just go, go down to Mexico, come across the Southern border and say, hi, I'm here. Change your name. And then say, when they say, where would you like to go? Then you say, I'd like to go to Holland. And they will get you a flight to Holland. Mm, really? I didn't know that. Hey, you know what? They, they send people all over the country. So, you know, I'm sure if you ask oh. them if they'd send you to Holland, they probably would. Um, well, I've already paid for my ticket, so <laughs> I, I have to go from LAX. Okay. Well, you know, just remember... <laughs> If you need a, if you need somebody to haul your luggage around for you, I'm available. Oh, really? Nice. Thank you. I, I am. I, I am. I, I don't eat a lot. I don't. I'm not high maintenance. So you can take me along, and you know, I'll just I'll walk five paces behind you. Well, I'd rather have a bodyguard than somebody <laughs> holding my luggage. And, uh, I'd, I'd rather just hold your luggage. No, no, oh. I, I, I don't want to do the bodyguard thing. So, no. Okay, so is there anybody out there that wants to be a bodyguard? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. So, we're going to play one of your songs. Would you like to hear one of your songs? Sure. Okay, see, I figured Which you would. Which one did you choose? Ah, <laughs> uh, this girl wants to be bad. Oh, there you go, okay. And we are talking this morning with Debbie Kelly. This girl wants to be bad. We will be right back. 
Kelly, this girl wants to be bad. That's one of your newer releases, isn't it? It is. Yes, it was. It was actually. Um, I recorded it last summer, and it was released towards the end of last year. But um, it's been 
up for nominations. And uh, so I'm I'm very, very, very excited with that. And I'm, I'm trying to venture out into different genres. Not that I'm going to say I'm going to do that all the time, but um, I have kind of stuck my fingers in bluegrass, which is kind of crazy for me because it's a different way of singing right. that I'm not used to. And um, I think that's, I think you have that song that I did is called Little Jimmy. And uh, that's a bluegrass song that was written by um, Alfred Miller and uh, Leonard Stacy and Ralph Stanley. And uh, when I heard it, it's actually a true story. And um, Alfred Miller, he's, oh, how old is he, 90? 91 I think now and um when he heard me heard my version of it because there's like four different versions and so what I did was the music when he sent it all the recordings to me I sent it to my tech guy and I said hey look here's a song that we need to make into bluegrass somehow some way he's like okay I said so here's these four songs that you can kind of figure out you know, a, a version of each one all in one. And so he did that. So when I recorded it, I sent it to um, Alfred and Leonard. Of course, Ralph has passed on. Um, but uh, when Alfred heard it, he was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I mean, he just couldn't say enough about it. And me, on the other hand, I'm going, I'm not a bluegrass singer, <laughs> you know, and so he, he just loves it. So he's, he sent me more songs to do. And, um, I just haven't been in studio lately and, um, because of my knee operations and sickness right. and COVID for the second time. And it's just been crazy. But thank God I have my own studio that I can come in and do my own, time frame you know i don't have to pay anybody i do my own mastering i do my own vocals i do my own um back vocals and and i've just learned that i've just learned how to do that so like this girl wants to be bad i did all the producing on that um god stays the same i did all the producing on that so um the award show that I'm going to in Holland, I'm actually up for producer of the year. So that's kind of an accomplishment for me because I've never had, I've never had the chance to do any of my own producing. I've always sent it out and had somebody else, you know, master my stuff for me. So is there stuff I need to learn? Yes. You know, I am no, by no means like a, a major professional at it, but I sit here and I, I think I have a good ear, you know, so I try to listen to little flaws that I have. And, and I mean, that's another reason why it takes me for forever to do a song, because like I was telling you earlier, I'm my own worst critic and I will sit in here for hours and hours upon hours. And if I record one word wrong, I start all over again because sometimes when you go into a studio and I've been in a studio before, so it, it's like you mess up on a word, they stop you singing over. But they have all the, the major equipment to make you sound 
their faith. Yeah. I don't. You know, so in my little cubicle studio here, um, it's like I, I feel like I have to do it all over because if I change it and if I'm not in the same spot or I don't sing it the same, it doesn't sound the same. You'll be able to tell that you right. inserted a word or a line. No, I, right. I get that completely. But, you know, listen, it's a learning process. And eventually uh, down right. the line, you'll be to the point where, hey, um, if you have to reinsert a word, you'll be able to do that and nobody will be any wiser. Right. And well, so. just like um, when I recorded Sing Mama Sing, and I did that last year. And it was so funny because it was like, uh, it was being presented to another award award show. And it was like the last day. And so the writer sent me back, hey, you need to change this. It's not the right wording. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So this is like at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right. So I go in at like 7.30 in the morning and sing the very first verse of this song. There has been no correction on it as far as my vocals, the keys, everything. And I'm sitting here, I'm listening, going, dang, at 7.30 in the morning and I sound like that. Okay, I can handle this. There you go. (laughs) Well, let me, in the morning, not everybody's voice is ready for singing. Uh, you know? Not every my voice is never ready for singing, no matter <laughs> what time of the day. Let me ask you, Debbie, if people want to know more about you, if they want to know about your music, your career, uh, where you're going to be performing, all that fun stuff, what are the best ways for people to follow you? I have a website, and it's debbiekelly.com, and you have to spell it correctly or you won't find me, and it's D-E-B-Y. K-E-L-L-E-Y dot com. And pretty much everything's on there. Um, my email is debbiekelly at debbiekelly.com. Well, that makes it easy, doesn't it? And you've yeah. got your Facebook page. and I do. Everything know, is Debbie Kelly. Well, make sure that you go onto her page, follow her, like her, listen to her music, stream her music, buy her music. Uh, yes, please. And it's on Spotify. It's on all the digital downloads. You can find me. Just type in my name and every little site will pop up. <laughs> there you go. And, well, I'm looking forward to when you release your next batch of singles. So I hope you'll send them to me. And I will see well, you at ISSA in August. I will definitely be there. And that's going to be here before you know it. I guess one of these days I need to buy tickets. So, oh, Mine's already bought. I'm ready to go. Not quite packed yet, but everything else is taken care of. Well, there <laughs> you go. Well, you know what, Debbie? It was great talking to you this morning. And don't forget tonight. To you too. And tonight on the dorks, that's 8 to 10. That's the hell time is it tonight? Oh, 8 to 10 p.m., you know, and you do so many different shows. I forget what show I'm doing and what time <laughs> the show is at because I got tiny shows at all different times. Yeah. But I, was, I was supposed to be on that show, but I have a gig tonight, so. I know. Thank you. I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, 5.30 in the morning is okay for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you'll get up at 5.30 in the morning for me. I wouldn't get up at 5.30 in the morning for me, so. 
I do. I love you, Phil. You're great. I do appreciate that. And tonight, the Norks, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's me, Black Dog, my buddy Scotty from Colorado. You know how those people are. And my friend Kim, she's up in Canada, so she brings in the Canadian contingent. And our special guest tonight is Hadley, so you're not going to want to miss that. She's got a great sound. And Debbie, it's always great talking to you. I always enjoy it. And Bob, we appreciate you being in the chat room with us this morning, and we appreciate everybody listening not in the chat room. You're the reason we do what we do. We're going to close this out with your song, Heaven's Light. Okay. What do you? <laughs> all, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, okay, that, that's the one you want to play. <laughs> um, how about do you have God's Day is the same? I don't know. Uh, let me look. Uh, let, let, let me see. Let, let me see. This this is live, just so you know. So, yeah. um, see, this is why I love doing live. Um, actually, I do. As a matter of fact, I do have that song. How about that? Isn't it wonderful? The modern modern technology. What do you think about that? I love it. Well, there you go. Um, well, then we're going to do this and we're going to close well, it out you. with Debbie Kelly. God stays the same. And until tonight, be good, be safe. God bless. Have a great day, everyone.
say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in hair gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangle bear 